Hey everybody, it's Steve. And uh, this is Andy. And this is Steve and Andy Need Batman episode 19, Smack in the Middle. Was that the right episode name? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It's just a funny title, I think. Yeah, it is. It's, it, it has nothing to do with this episode besides that it rhymes with high diddle riddle. Yeah, I know. It's, I don't remember seeing a smack, and especially I don't remember seeing one in the middle. So Maybe it's a riddle. I don't know. Maybe we haven't figured out. Oh my god, it is a riddle. <laughs> so we're back for another episode. It's been a few weeks, but, you know, we're going to try to get out. We're, we're, we're moving forward, and we have... We've got plans. We do have plans. We've got exciting plans. Oh, and, and you'll find out about some of those plans after we do this episode. So we have to keep you enticed to make you listen to the whole episode. That's Right, how. yeah, yeah. If we just told you the plan right now, you just go, okay, I know it, and then turn it off. No, no, yeah, we can't be doing that. We can't. <laughs> so how's it going? I mean, we're, we're recording this podcast actually somewhat early in the morning because that's yeah. that's just how dedicated we are. It's, can I say, it's Saturday morning? That's right. It isn't even a Saturday morning, too. We could have slept in, but instead we get up, and we get up for the fans. We get up for you guys, so. Exactly, we do, we do. We do. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, um, I don't know, what's going on with your Saturday morning? Uh, you know, not a whole lot. I'm just kind of recording a podcast with you. Yeah. You know? I, had, I had some eggs. Oh, really? I haven't yeah. ate anything yet. I just got up and started doing my notes. Oh, that's that's hardcore right there. Yeah, I know. So, uh, yeah, you're, uh, the reason we're doing this early is because Andy's sister's coming into Columbus. Yeah. And uh, yeah. With, with your uh, little nephew. My niece. She's oh. my niece. Oh, okay. But you do have, she ha you have a nephew, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. He's probably back in uh, Cincinnati recording a podcast with his friend. Yeah, I think he is, yeah. <laughs> He's like six. <laughs> uh, uh, did he do anything exciting last night, I want to ask you? Um, I watched Toy Story 3 again. Okay, well, that's kind of exciting. It's pretty good. It's always a, it's a good movie, I think. Yeah, it is. I was going to ask you if you... Do you ever watch Batman Brave and the Bold animated series? No, I don't. Do you? Yeah, I, I watch I it every week. But um, last uh, last night's episode was like the... Like, Batmite Presents. So it was uh, oh, wow. three alternate versions of Batman. So one was like Batboy and Ruben from Mad Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> One was the the Japanese Batman, you know that Bat Magna thing that was in the '60s, and um, the other one was like a like a new episode of the Scooby Doo movies where they meet Batman again. Whoa, really? Yeah, it was a uh, Scooby and the gang went to a Weird Al Yankovic concert, and no one was there because there was the ghost of this music hall. Okay. And it turns out it, it turns out it was the Joker and the Riddler. I'm not the Riddler. I'm sorry, the Joker and the Penguin. <laughs> And that's they, uh, really bizarre. Is that, that's real. You this, this actually this isn't an April Fool's Day joke. That was from the seventies. <laughs> they you know it was true. Um, they uh, kidnap him because they're looking for some money that's buried in this music hall, and you know Scooby and the gang and Batman and Robin find him. And what's cool about the episode though is um, like all the like coloring mistakes that are in all, all Hanna Barbera cartoons, like the inverted uh, uh, black and yellow on the bat symbol and stuff. Oh like yeah, that. yeah. Like they did all that, so it was pretty cool. Oh, that is pretty cool. That's cool. We should we should talk about more in depth about those at some point. Maybe we will. Yeah, last week's was good too. It was uh, he meets Superman, and yeah. um, they all the famous like Super Dickery and like weird Jimmy Olsen covers and stuff were done. Oh, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's a pretty good show. You should watch it. Yeah, pretty we should. Good, 
It's the last season, though. <laughs> oh, oh well, you know. We're, we're, I mean, it's not like we have a podcast about a show that was canceled, you know, over 30 years ago. <laughs> 40 years ago, that's true. I didn't think of that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if, if you guys, the listeners, do, what do you think of uh, Brave and the Bold? Should we do it? Send us an email. We, we'll do anything. Yeah, should we do a Brave and the Bold episode? That'd be, that'd be good, actually. So, uh, speaking of emails, we have a couple, and we'll read them after we talk about the episode. Well, actually, should we do one now, and then, since we have two of them? Oh, yeah, you know, you know like what, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Let's break it up, because, yeah, two emails back-to-back, and people are going to start tuning out. we got to space it out a little bit. Exactly. All right, yeah. so, uh, why don't you read yours first, and then... Okay. Um, uh, and I'll read well. the one I was going to read, so. Okay, um, Lewis writes, Hey guys, I hope this email finds you both well. I came across your podcast two days ago and have listened to most of them already. You guys, you guys crack me up. Not an egg pun. I wish it was. Really <laughs> loving your stuff, and I totally support your quantity before quality philosophy. Wink. I live, I live in That's what it says. I see it. I live in Manchester, England. That's about 300 miles north of Londinium. What if there is a Londinium and I never knew about it? There, obviously there is this guy. Why would he make that up? He's from... Uh... That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, loving your discussions about the Batman TV series. Here, one of our lesser TV channels currently plays two episodes of the show back-to-back every morning. I wonder if it was today, too. I, I attribute this scheduling decision directly to you guys and the wave of interest surrounding your podcast, which currently sweeps our nation. I don't know if you know, I'm sorry, I don't know if you are aware of it, but right now, you guys are probably as big as the Beatles were in their heyday. I believe that. I am aware of that, yeah. I mean, we, obviously, we're very big over there, yeah. Because one of the lesser channels, I mean, it would it take years for them to start playing episodes of uh, Batman here on the network, The Hub, but they're playing two episodes a day there, it's obviously, because... Exactly. It's huge. We're huge. Uh, Are you ever going to put all your episodes into one torrent. I'd love to see that happen. That would be up to Steve. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you guys are hilarious. Keep up the good work. P.S. Sticky wicket simply means an embarrassing or uncomfortable situation in which one finds themselves. P.P.S. Did either of you ever catch the bizarre TV movie depicting the story of Adam West and Burt Ward and their foray into becoming the dynamic duo? I watched the entire thing on YouTube a few months back. Opinions? Take care, Lewis. Well, thank you. iPhone. <laughs> he sent his iPhone because he couldn't. He was probably out and about listening to the show, and he's like, I got to send these guys an email. I got right to write to him. I got to so, do it. Thank you, Lewis, for sending the email. We, you know, we love to get emails, and uh, we love to hear from our fans because that's what we love. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was awesome that we got an email. So, yeah, Lewis from the UK, uh, and, and we are big over there, like Lewis said. The, yeah. We got an offer to appear on an episode of Doctor Who, didn't we? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. We can't. We turn it down. I mean, we're busy. Yeah. We have busy lives. Exactly. Um, he said we're as big as the Beatles, but I think we're actually bigger than the Beatles, the Beatles in their yes. heyday. So, yeah. Um, yeah. as far as putting all the episodes into one torrent, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure how to do that. But if if that's what people want, I will do it. We don't have two. I mean, this is. We, we were talking about this. We have about 20 episodes of this podcast, so it might not be enough for a... A megatorrent. Yeah, or, or anything like that. But, 
Uh, you know, they're all on iTunes. You can just download them there. But I, that's I don't, true. I don't know. I guess what... if people are on like the Pirate Bay or something. I yeah, I mean, you can pirate our show. We don't care. Share it. You know. Yeah, Make, seriously. Burn copies and sell them at a flea market. You know, I I would love to see that happen. They could do anything with it, really. I mean, we're just talking about old Batman episodes. They can do whatever they want with them. Yeah, you know, these are public domain as far yeah. as I'm concerned. So, yeah, now, if if Lewis, if you want to put them all up on a torrent, you know, feel free to do that. I I would be happy if you did that. Yes. But we are on iTunes, so, um, and we'll probably, we'll forever be on iTunes. I don't know, yeah. you know. Um, what, what was his other question? Have we ever the, seen the, the, the that Batman bizarre TV? What? Go ahead. The Batman TV movie. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, we both have seen it, actually, and we were talking about this, so maybe we should do an episode on it in the future. I, if, I think we should. I'll have to watch it again, because I watched it when it actually first aired. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I did not, and that's that's <laughs> pretty... time I watched it. I actually watched it with your cousin. Oh. Yeah, no, it's... Uh... Um, it's the only time I've ever seen it, but it was pretty wacky. I remember. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen it too. Yeah, so Frank Gorshin and Julie Newmar were also in it. I was about to call her Lorraine Newman <laughs> <laughs> from the old Saturday Night Live. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe we'll do a show about it. I mean, I think we should. That'd be good. Stay tuned. Why? Why not do a show about it? Right. It's a... We'll do it. Well, we might end up doing a Brave and the Bold episode, and we might do the Misadventures of. Uh, Burton Ward, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Adam and Bruce. Adam and Bruce. Adam and Bert. <laughs> oh, I said Burton Ward, didn't I? Yeah, that's not that doesn't make any sense, does it? What if it is the adventures of Burton Ward? <laughs> Ew. All right, uh, anyway, thanks Lewis for um the nice email. Um we're glad that you like the show. We really are. And uh tell your friends. Tell all I mean I know that we're bigger than the Beatles there, but weren't we invited to the royal wedding? We were actually um and again, we had to turn it down because we're busy, yeah. and it really upset um, Will. Yeah, I know. He he was not not happy. But... The Queen said the only way that she'd go to it is if we were there. <laughs> she <laughs> believe it or not, I, she is a big fan of the show. I know. She said she wants a special episode. Steve and Andy meet the Queen. <laughs> and we said it's not really about Batman. We, we you know we're not going to do that. Exactly. You know. Any, anyway, this episode. Um, she said she'd dress up as false face, but <laughs> she wanted it to be a Batman-themed wedding, a Londinium-themed wedding. Right. Yeah. She wanted like Professor Fogg there, and uh... <laughs> uh, so thanks, Lewis. Again, yeah, really. Um, thanks for listening. So, and thanks for the email. It was a nice email. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and thanks for clearing up what Sticky Wicket means. Yeah. Now I can start using okay. that. I know. Oh my god, I'm in a sticky wicket. <laughs> so this episode um, is is bizarre, like most of the episodes of this show. Are, are you ready to get into this? The high, or what's it called? Smack in the middle. Are you ready? <laughs> Smack in the middle? Yeah, I think so. All right, let's do it. <laughs> right. So do you have some information about this episode? Do we? Uh, yeah, um, I guess the original air date was uh, January 12th, 1966. So... Does that when was the uh, air date of the last one? I think January twelfth, nineteen sixty six. I think they just showed them back to back. Oh, did they really? Okay. First, yeah, I guess that's what it seems like. They that's wanted what, to get people hooked. When, when I see the original air date, it's the same air date for both of them. So I guess that's uh, what they did. Yeah. Uh, it's written by Lorenzo Simple Jr. and directed by Robert Butler. And again, you know Frank Gorshin and Joel St. John both in it as well. Again. 
And again, St. John was in uh, Diamonds Are Forever, <laughs> the James Bond movie. And she's married to uh, Robert Wagner. I think she still is. Oh, okay. Uh, that's some trivia for you, for you uh, guys. You know. Frank Gorshin was in 12 Monkeys years later. So, <laughs> yeah. Previously um, on Batman, the you know, I guess we should do this to keep people updated, right? Yeah, might so, as well. So previously, what's that? They did it. We might as well do it. <laughs> so we last left the dynamic duo. Last episode, the Riddler, he tricked Batman and Robin with a million dollar lawsuit. And, you know, back then, that's a, that's a lot of money. And, and, a million know, dollars back then, today would be like, I don't know, five million? I, don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Big? We're not, you know, this isn't economics class we it it's a lot of money uh, the, so the riddler he, he he's tricked batman and robin with his lawsuit then he kidnaps robin and we last left batman um he's drunk in the batmobile we don't there's not actually really a follow-up to that i was hoping most of this episode he'd be drunk or drugged or something but he, he is not and robin was in the riddler's hideout and the riddler was about to squash his head with a vice so and the announcer guarantees the worst is yet to come, but really, that's that's about the worst of it, as far as I I thought. One million dollars in night today would be six point five million. So. <laughs> oh, is that right? Okay, so yeah, there you go. I looked it up on the inflation calculator. Oh, there you go. So that's you know that's some perspective for. <laughs> I thought everyone would like to know. <laughs> that's. I mean, for, like, a millionaire like Bruce Wayne, that still isn't really that much money. I would just settle out of court. Yeah, you'd think so. You'd think that's what he'd do. Because he could probably settle for, like, I don't know, 400000 500000 Probably something like that, yeah. I mean, if there's a lawyer out there listening to the show, let us, how much, what would you do? Would you, how would you defend Batman in this, in this case? We'd like, I'd like to know that, actually. I mean, because it was a false arrest. I mean... That's true. Is that a civil thing, or maybe that's probably a criminal thing—a false arrest? I don't know. I have no clue. Again, if there's a lawyer out there listening, I'd like to know. I actually would like to know. <laughs> so we open in stately Wayne Manor. It's the morning, and, and we cut to the Batcave. Batman, of course, is in the Batcave. He's been there all night trying to contact Robin on the Bat computer, trying to get a hold of Robin's homing... The aim and Skype and everything. And he's, he's Twittering as anyone's... He's not seen signed him. on Facebook or anything. <laughs> it's horrible. He's trying to get a signal from Robin's homing transmitter. Um, but, of course, no luck, because his Robin is tra trapped, and Batman knows that. But, you know, he's... What else is he going to do? Just then, the phone... This, this is good. The phone rings in in the Batcave, I guess, and it's it's Alfred. And uh, there's, I guess, an inter-Wayne Manor phone line kind of thing, right? Who installed um, that? The phone company? <laughs> Probably. I've seen the Batcave. Because this was back in the day when you couldn't have a phone. You know, the phone company was basically owned your phone, right? It's, uh, well, I mean, he did have that black phone. Like, the one that everyone had. Because yeah. That's what the company gave out. Yeah. yeah so, okay. so, I don't know. But, you know, Bruce is probably greasing the wheels with, you know, some of that That's cash. true. I never thought of that. He probably owns the phone company. <laughs> so Alfred says that uh, Aunt, Aunt Harriet is, you know, she noticed that Bruce and Dick didn't sleep in their beds last night. And she's freaking out uh, because, of, you know, they were on a fishing trip, as we know, and uh, she's a little concerned. Uh, then Br uh, Batman says, you know, just tell her that we spent the night at my uncle's house and that will calm her down. That would make me more worried. 
That's what I thought. That's a little what bit is weird. His uncle? I mean, I've never heard of Bruce having an uncle. That's, is that his, like his dad's brother, or is it his mom's brother? Or I don't know. That's is it a good really point. an uncle, or is it just some strange guy? That's what Aunt Harriet's probably wondering too. She's <laughs> she's getting suspicious about all these fishing trips. I think. And this is only episode two. <laughs> So we cut to the Riddler's hideout. Um, Robin's laying on a table, knocked out, and the Riddler is making a paper mache mold of Robin's face. Uh, so they take the mold off, and Robin comes too. Uh, he demands to know where Batman is, and the Riddler's like, "Why don't you just give him a call? Because I have a riddle for him." But Robin, you know, he's not going to fall for this trick. He knows it's part of Riddler's scheme, and he he says, "I refuse to be a part a part of your riddling schemes." So the Riddler's like, well, I guess you're just scared that I'm going to outwit Batman. And that's Reverse a good... psychology. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Riddler breaks it out. <laughs> that's a good point, though, because um, if you remember from the last episode, Robin is solving all of the riddles. Yeah. So it's very likely that the Riddler's going to uh, outwit Batman. But yeah, he uses the reverse psychology, and Robin's like, you know, I'm not scared. Give me that phone. So the uh, Robin calls Commissioner Gordon... And we see Commissioner Gordon just just chilling in his office. You know, he's sleeping in his office. Oh, is that what he? Yeah, he's, he's, just, he's got like a a glass of milk or something, and he's just sitting there. You know, he's got some nice nice pair of glasses though. I, yeah, pretty stylish. But his eyes were closed. He wasn't wearing a tie. His shirt was unbuttoned. He's not getting any. He doesn't care that Robin's missing. He's he's he got sleeps at the all. I don't think Gordon has a home. <laughs> I think Gordon's homeless. I don't actually, I think he just kind of wandered in the office one day. He's just like some homeless man, wandered <laughs> in the office and sat down. It wouldn't surprise me with, you know, the the uh, competency that the Gotham City Police Department shows throughout the series. So Commissioner Gordon, the phone rings, he wakes up and he answers, it's, it's Robin. And Robin says, plug me in to the Batman hotline. So, like Mark it, Zuckerberg, plug me in. <laughs> That means if you call up Commissioner Gordon and pretend to be Robin and you just say, plug me in, he didn't, there's no code word. He didn't verify that the, it was. I think that is the code word. Plug, plug me in. Oh, okay. So Gordon, uh, he runs over, he's, he plugs him into the Batman hotline and um, the we cut to Batman in the Batcave. The Bat phone rings. Uh, Batman answers it and uh, Riddler grabs the phone from Robin and he spits out a fresh riddle, which is, what kind of pins are used in soup. Um, Batman is kind of struggling to find the answer to this. And uh, Robin shouts out, it's Terrapins, of course, right? Even as a prisoner, Robin solves all the riddles. (laughs) I know, Robin's under extreme stress. He had his head in a vice grip last episode. And uh, he's still able to answer these riddles. And uh, just then, uh, Riddler's like, very good, Robin. And he gives Batman another riddle. Um, I didn't have this one written down, but it was something like, what is Joan of Arc made of? And it turns out she's the maid of Orleans. And I didn't know that. I don't. Yeah, neither. That. So that's a tough, that's more of a history question yeah. kind of riddle. That is more of a history question, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so Batman's sitting there trying to figure out what all this means. Robin grabs the phone. He says, you know, that, that, that riddle was too easy. Uh, don't fall for the Riddler's trap. I'll get out of this one the same way I got in. Um... But I didn't quite understand what that meant because he got in just by being shot in the arm with a tranquilizer and dragged. <laughs> Maybe that's how he plans on getting out. He's like, I'm going to shoot myself in the arm with a tranquilizer and they're just going to drag me out back into the street. So, <laughs> so um, the Riddler hangs up 
the phone and he sprays some stuff in Robin's face to knock Robin out. Uh, Batman is left to figure out what the riddle means and he he does figure it out. This could take all day. But he figures out pretty quickly because it it's the old turtle mill at uh what is it at Orleans County. Yeah, yeah. What so does a, what does a turtle mill produce? Do they produce turtles? It's like a puppy mill but with turtles, I guess. Oh my god. So um Gotham is a strange place. <laughs> Batman knew that right away of course because he's that's a, where he gets all his turtles. Where he gets all the turtles. He doesn't go to the the pound and get the uh like the, the mutt turtles. He goes and gets the uh the expl- expensive ones from the turtle mills. <laughs> so so Batman's figured out the clue. turtles. <laughs> he hops in the Batmobile, he rides off back in the Riddler's lair. We see Molly, the henchwoman. Uh, she comes in wearing a Robin costume, and it's Riddler little... likes to roleplay. <laughs> he did. He liked that a lot. And did she? You know, she looked like the Robin from um, Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns. Did you notice that too? Yeah, Is there anything to I that? I don't. I don't know. She we'll... needed to be in roller skates. I guess. <laughs> we'll put a picture of that up and see what you guys think. You know. Yeah, back to back. We'll put up like boom, boom. I yeah. think there's something to that. Check out our uh, at the blog stevenandy.blogspot.com. That that will be up there. Um. She's holding a mask, and this is the mask that they made. We now know why the Riddler was making a paper mache mask of Robin. I thought it was just for art project, but no, he, they made a mask, and it's she puts the mask on. It's a very realistic looking mask because Riddler would probably make more money getting into the mask business than that's true. He's got a he's got a talent. He should use that. But anyway, um, she puts the mask on, and you know they just have Burt Ward now. Um, playing her wearing a mask of him. It's Burt Ward now, but he's because Jill St. John's curvy and. <laughs> but it's really weird. He, he's he's standing there like a girl. This whole thing was weird because yeah, yeah. it's he has to act like he's a girl wearing a mask of himself, and uh, the Riddler he's he's like oh this is he he's enticed he likes it oh, he's into it <laughs> he likes it. Um, uh, so the Riddler takes Robin Robin's belt. He puts it on her. Uh, and they go to walk out because they have a plan to to trick Batman, obviously. But while they're walking out, did you notice all the henchmen are checking out Robin? It's really weird. They're checking him out. They like it. They like what they see. And the real Robin, by the way, is left tied up on a table. So I don't know. They never say what happens there. So He just kind of hangs out, I guess. <laughs> he was checking him out, too. He was like, well, hey, I look pretty good. <laughs> We cut to Batman in the Batmobile. He's racing across Gotham City, which looks suspiciously like Southern California, too. Uh, We see a sign that says Orleans Cove, six miles. And I think this this is the next Jim Beard book title. (laughs) He's done Gotham City, 14 miles, and now he needs to do Orleans Cove, six miles. Just so. essays, 14 essays about this one episode. <laughs> Actually, it should be six essay, essays about this one. That's true. I didn't think about it. Six essays. But six long essays. So yeah, Gotham City roads are well marked at, at odd essays, intervals. I mean like, a, like, like Hispanic friends. <laughs> <laughs> so the Riddler, we see he is up on a, a hillside watching Batman with some binoculars. Molly is there dressed as Robin. They're watching Batman race along. Molly is talking, but it's Bert talking, but they're using her voice, and it's it's really weird. I was weirded out by that. So the Riddler and Robin see Batman racing along. They get in a car and race off uh, inside the Batmobile. Well, Batman's using uh, a radar to find out where Robin is. 
he sees the, he, he, you know, it's, it's leading him to Robin in the Riddler's car. Um, he sees Riddler go past him in the car, and Batman pulls the emergency turnaround lever, which shoots out some parachutes or something. When you need to turn around fast, the Batmobile can do that. Exactly. Um, he won't spin out. He never will. <laughs> so the Riddler sees Batman pursuing him in the car. Uh, they, the Riddler tells Molly, you know, let's put our helmets on. The Riddler has a very nice helmet with a question mark on it. It's really weird. They're just driving along there in their helmets. Um, Batman comes up. He shoots, a, he shoots a bat ray at the Riddler's car, and it causes their car to crash, and it, it explodes. It explodes. This huge fireball. It's a very risky plan by the Riddler. But he's able to get out in time, um, and Molly is also able to get out in time. Molly lays down behind. She stays behind and lays down acting like she's hurt, but the Riddler runs away. Batman arrives on the scene with the car as an inferno now. Um, and he's but, got like a little fire extinguisher. He's going to do something. He comes out with a little fire extinguisher. It's hilarious, yeah. Um, so he sees Robin, what he who, who he believes to be Robin there, uh, knocked out. She pretends to not have a voice, and Batman's like, don't worry, little buddy, I'll, uh, I'll get you back. He, he runs them back into the Batmobile. They race back to the Batcave. Once they're back to the Batcave, Batman gets out. He says, I just stay right here. I'm going to get my universal drug antidote, which seems like a very useful thing to have. Uh, he, he should... For everything. He, he sh does all drugs to test it. But he should share this with... You know, maybe the world. So it could be a very beneficial thing, but I think he keeps it for himself in his bat lab there. Only for himself. He won't even let Alfred use it. Like <laughs> Alfred's like, oh, I took the wrong stuff. I need it. Oh. I took too much Cialis and Viagra. Oh. And no, no. Batman's like, I don't care. Wait the four hours. <laughs> so this, uh, as Batman gets out of the car, Molly pulls a gun on him. Uh, she takes the mask off. She reveals herself, and Batman's like, I was wondering when you were, you know, when you're going to pull that gun on me. Because he knew it all along, of course. He he could spot the defect in a Robin mask. He he spends lots of time studying Robin's face very carefully. He knows very small defects. Uh, she says, case this might happen. <laughs> she says, that might have been during a fishing trip, though. That you know, That's he, true. Um, he didn't notice that she had boobs, and Robin doesn't. <laughs> that, he didn't get that one. <laughs> Yeah, he said, you know, he noticed the nostrils were off slightly, so. She pulls the trigger on the gun, but it doesn't shoot, and Batman, ever the sexist, says, foolish girl. Exactly. He, he, of course, he disabled the gun on their way over here, somehow, with a laser, I think, is what he's, I don't he know how. He a laser beam. <laughs> yeah, that's what a laser beam is. <laughs> he pronounced it laser. Uh, so she runs away, she starts climbing the Batmobile's nuclear power source which is this giant i guess nuclear reactor in the bat cave seems a little dangerous it does. right how did he set that up yeah okay yeah there was one thing we were complaining how did he get a f extra phone in the bat cave he has a nuclear reactor down there how did he get that in the bat cave who installed that for him <laughs> i don't think you could just go on the internet you know how to install a nuclear you probably shouldn't Google that. You'll have the, the FBI at your house or something. Um, do you think he hired some, like, cheap labor, like, illegal immigrants to come in and do, like, a shoddy job installing it? Maybe. It doesn't seem very safe. I don't know. Maybe he got some Soviet scientists uh, out at Batman, that. I don't... Batman's red. 
<laughs> but anyway, he has... He sold him his universal drug antidote for him to put the nuclear reactor. <laughs> he has a nuclear power source in the Batcave. And she's, of course, she runs away and she starts climbing up on it. This, and this is one of the most bizarre scenes I have ever seen in any TV show. She's climbing on it and she starts to freak out. She's like, um, I help. But she's just kind of standing there and Batman's like, oh, I'll help you. He gets a, the battering out, loops it around, climbs up the power uh the, the nuclear reactor um and he's kind of reaching out to her and she's she can't but she's like standing on this platform it's really weird and all of a sudden she just falls in to the nuclear power reactor at, to her death i guess she dies it's very kind of weird and dark it this part was really weird well that was weird but what's even more weird is though after she dies batman blames molly for her death he said if only she let me save her like it's her fault that he couldn't save her do you think batman does a lot of this type of uh rationalizing yeah yeah and, oh <clears throat> you know <laughs> and then he makes a pun yeah he says what a terrible way to go go little kind of kind of cold a little soon batman that's too you can't make jokes about people's death right after they die in your nuclear power source in your bat cave do you, I, think I, he was like, do you think he was like Gilbert Godfrey right, af right after the, uh, the earthquake in Japan? He started cracking jokes about it. That Batman is the Gilbert Godfrey of Gotham City. He really is. He uh, So that that's the end of Molly. It, it is very strange. It, it was really weird. It wasn't really sad. or I think it was supposed to be sad, kind of, but it was just more weird. Well, especially because he starts making jokes about it. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I guess she dies and Batman covers it up. So Batman, to me, is responsible in part for her death. There's no investigation. It's not, he doesn't call Gordon up and say, you know, there was an accident here. He, I think he covers it up. I think he does too. So later in Gordon's office, Batman is there and he's talking to Gordon and Chief O'Hara. And I guess, you know, he, he didn't say anything about it. So he's just, he's all right. It's later that day. He's totally fine. He's forgotten about it. <laughs> They're listening to the recorded phone call with Riddler and the Robin because, of course, Commissioner Gordon, he recorded the phone. He records all his phone calls for he whatever. every phone call that happens in Gotham. Uh, they're listening to it. They can't get any more clues out of it. And Chief O'Hara says, you know, the sound is crap on this thing. There's all this rumbling noise, which makes me think that Chief O'Hara, he's actually a podcaster because he's, he, he really likes clean sound. He wants, to, wants it to sound very nice. You think he's he an audiophile? <laughs> Do you think he's him a, and him and nice vinyl record player? He's got like <laughs> the, the diamond tip needle. He's got all that. Do you think uh, O'Hara and Go and Gordon uh, do a podcast together? Yeah. Like O'Hara and Gordon meet Greatest American Hero, or <laughs> O'Hara and Gordon meet Seinfeld? <laughs> I would like to listen to that actually. I would too. That'd be a podcast I would listen to. But Batman figures out that rumbling noise, the reason the audio wasn't very good is because it's in a subway. So Batman runs outside uh, to the Batmobile. He's got the mobile Bat computer in the back of the Batmobile in the trunk. He's running some analysis on that sound. Um, and O'Hara is kind of interested. He's like, what is this going to do? How does this work? Batman said, there's a radio link to the main Bat computer back in the Batcave. So this is we've always said batman is very cutting edge with technology he has he was the one of the first of all his friends to have a facebook account he he has an ipad too 
Yeah, he just got it. <laughs> he, he he's got a bat mobile bat computer. He, he's got it on. It's 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 radio linked. I guess you kind of like the internet. Back to the main bat computer. So he gets an answer. It's the Tenth Street line at at Coolidge Road or something like that. He figures out what the what train station the uh, Riddler is hiding in. So Batman's like, you know. He tells Commissioner Gordon, because Batman has power over the Gotham City Police Department, he says, clear the platform now. We later, at the station, the platform is clear. Batman is he's snooping around. He's looking for the Riddler's hideout. He uh, places a bomb on some wall. I guess he somehow... How does he know that that's the wall to blow up? He, he just, doesn't. He doesn't care. He just starts blowing up walls. It just so happens it's the right wall, because he blows it up. It busts in, and the Riddler's there with Robin. The Riddler runs away. He hides behind some bulletproof glass, and he's he's laughing at Batman because Batman can't do anything. Batman throws a rock at the glass. It doesn't work. And Batman it seems really upset. The Riddler's just standing there laughing at him with all his henchmen. Batman doesn't run to check on Robin. He's just standing there he looking at him. He doesn't care. He's just... He was, like, acting like he cared in front of everyone else to get Robin. But he doesn't really care. Did you notice that the Riddler was actually pretty worried about Molly, though, once the scene, when the scene opened? He was like, oh, oh that's Molly right. should be back by now. Yeah, the Riddler, yeah, because she, he, yeah, he's like, where, where's Molly? Yeah, of course, I guess he would ask that. But, yeah, that's that's a good point, yeah. Um, so the Riddler runs off, um, and Batman goes to untie Robin, and Batman's like, what actually, are we... Actually, the whole, the whole Batman-Molly-Riddler-Robin thing... It's kind of like they did the same thing, but Batman killed Molly. <laughs> the Riddler just kept uh, Robin tied up. Yeah, I know. You think Batman is, in a way, worse than the Riddler here, right? Yeah. A little bit weird. So, um, Batman's like, looks like the Riddler got away. What are we going to do? At least I got Robin back. But Robin tells Batman that he knows that you know what the Riddler's next caper is because he heard the Riddler say some clues. Um, he, Robin says, I figured out these clues. It's the Gotham City Bank. Uh, they race, they go tell Commissioner Gordon, let's go to the bank. Let's send your police cars over to the bank. And Gordon, you know, he doesn't know what to do. He does whatever Batman says, right? But later we cut miles away. The Riddler is actually under the Moldovian pavilion again. Has, has Batman goofed? Is he wrong? We find out. Um, I was going to say, it looks like it. <laughs> Inside the pavilion, we see there's kind of a banquet going on. Um, if you remember from last time, the Riddler blew up a cake inside the Moldovian pavilion because the Moldovia was about to announce what their greatest treasure was because they're here at the Gotham City World's Fair. And a blown up cake is not going to stop them. They're still doing it. Turns out, though, that the greatest treasure is this giant woolly mammoth filled with postage stamps, like these really old postage stamps, which are worth a lot of money now. It's a little bit weird, right? I don't know why that's... I wonder how many taxidermists actually work with stamps. <laughs> so, yeah, would that preserve the woolly mammoth? And, and the, the, that thing has got to be pretty old, right? I don't know. You would think so. In Psycho, all of uh, Norman Bates' like, birds and everything that he has stuffed are all stuffed with stamps. <laughs> It's the same taxidermist who did this woolly mammoth. He exactly. just likes it something. So that's the Moldovia's greatest treasure is this woolly mammoth. Uh, we see the Riddler. Stuffed with stamps. <laughs> the Riddler's kind of, they're, they're back behind the scenes, kind of in the ductwork. He's with his henchmen. They're setting up some laughing gas. He was wearing a pretty swank suit, too. Yeah, I liked his suit, too. He, he changed, you know, he's got to look nice for this, this banquet. He really does. He loves 
fashion. He's a, sl- <laughs> he's a slave to fashion. <laughs> so uh, they're, they're setting up this laughing gas. They turn it on through the air vents into the um, the banquet hall. And the Riddler and his henchmen, of course, they put on masks first. So the Riddler busts into the pavilion. He tells every he tells some bad jokes, and everyone is cracking up because they have the laughing gas, which I'm not. When he first came in, like when he first came in, and he like said his first joke. A woman said, "Oh, a vulgar low comedian." <laughs> the Gotham upper upper elite they hate comedians. They yeah. hate comedy. But yeah, with get give them a little bit of laughing gas, and they're gonna crack up at pretty much They'll anything. They'll laugh at anything. <laughs> so eventually, the you know the Riddler's telling some jokes. They laugh. They pass out, and then the henchmen uh, behind the scenes they blow a hole in the floor, and the Riddler's like, "Let's get out of here. Let's steal that woolly mammoth now." Just then, Batman and Robin bust out of the mammoth, destroying it. Forever, I guess. <laughs> like rip a giant hole. They were hiding inside the mammoth. Um, <laughs> All the stamps come pouring out. I was <laughs> Batman says, you know, they figured out what the Riddler's plan really was. They sent the police to the bank as a decoy because it's there's always a decoy. They they need a decoy. So of course a fight breaks out. They're smashing priceless. Uh, pottery over each other's head they're destroying everything in the pavilion every all of moldovia's greatest treasures are getting destroyed <laughs> and by the way batman and robin knew that the riddler would be there but they didn't stop him from you know putting all this gas and these people could have been hurt right they don't care they don't care they just wanted a, a fight they wanted everyone else out of the way they wanted to destroy a woolly mammoth and they wanted to punch the riddler in the face so they knock out all of the henchmen. Uh, the Riddler jumps down into the hole in the wall, or the hole in the ground, and Batman jumps after him. The Riddler shoots a gun at Batman, which hits some of the laughing gas, and Batman's like, this is going to explode. And so he runs back out of the hole, it explodes, and the Riddler is gone. The Riddler, did he escape? Is he dead? I don't know. We cut later back to Wayne Manor, Bruce and Dick, Alfred, Aunt Harriet are sitting around. No, Aunt Harriet's not there yet. So. No, she's not there. Bruce, Dick, and Alfred are sitting around, and uh, Alfred's like, I guess that lawsuit's been dropped. And Batman says, or I'm sorry, Bruce says, yeah, because, you know, um, the Riddler never showed up to court. So Robin's like, do you think he's dead? And Batman's I don't know. He's not dead, by the way. <laughs> right. I, I, think that's what, I think that's what Batman's plan was, was the entire time, was to kill him so the lawsuit would be dropped. That's true. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, so just then, uh, and this is another really weird scene that we see, and I'm, I'm going to read this verbatim. We have the (laughs) script here because it's really weird. And Robin's like, well, I guess, I guess that's it then. I guess the Riddler, we stopped the Riddler and, and Bruce says, well, I have only one regret in this whole affair. One thing that makes me heartsick. And he kind of walks over to the window and we see superimposed the, the image of Molly. You know, she appears there and, and Dick is like, Molly, you, you kind of liked her, didn't didn't you? And Bruce turns around and he said, if only I could have helped her somehow. <laughs> if only I hadn't killed her in a nuclear reactor. Weaned her from the tragic alliance with the underworld, which led to... And then Anne Harriet comes in. She always comes in at the most inopportune time. She's carrying some some milk cookies, and she's like, Bruce, I hope you're not speaking of any young ladies that we know. I 
I thought the, uh, the you know, the thought of young Dick being exposed to any criminal element, uh, and Bruce is like, rest at ease, Aunt Harriet. The young <laughs> lady wouldn't trouble us. She's merely someone I passed like a ship in the night, now vanished like a puff of smoke. Really? And then and Aunt Harriet's like, oh, okay, and she leaves, and then Batman Bruce says... Bruce must seem really weird to Aunt Harriet. That's <laughs> true. It's very weird. It's kind of a poetic, strange thing to say, and Aunt Harriet's just like, okay, she sets the cookies down and leaves, and Bruce is like, so you want me to help you with your algebra homework, Dick? And that's the end of this episode. <laughs> well, he was like, eh, she's dead. I want to do some algebra. <laughs> Because algebra always makes things better. And that's the end yeah. of this episode. Very. That's uh, true, though. You know, algebra does make everyone feel better. This is the first story arc, the first of the... Uh, the third season that we were doing before, all the episodes, most of them were self-contained, but now, I'm sure everyone knows this, the, the first two seasons had a lot of episodes, or almost all the episodes, right, were yeah. split well, between two parts. So this is really the end, the conclusion of the first episode. And it was yeah. a strange one, but it was good. I, I, I think the first season is... It's it's less goofy than the third. Although this was pretty goofy. This was pretty weird. <laughs> it was more just strange. I don't know what they were going for with that whole thing. It was weird, but it was a good episode. I think once an episode, they were going to go, we're going to have Batman kill someone at least <laughs> once a story arc. And then that just kind of fell by the wayside quickly. <laughs> so, yeah, we never see Molly we again. We want Batman to have a body count. <laughs> Molly died a horrible death. She's not coming I mean, I, back. I think Jill St. John is on the show again, like later as someone else, but I think she comes back. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. there you go. So that was a good episode. Molly's dead. This is her twin sister. We'll just never get into it. <laughs> that was a good episode, I thought. What did you think overall? Yeah, yeah no, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So, yeah, and this is it. This is, we are starting season one. We have done, we're going to keep going. Next, <laughs> the next episode, I believe, is a penguin episode so you have that to look forward to all right all right so um you want to read our next email or the other email that we got here and then we'll make a few more announcements we have so stay tuned yeah everyone we'll do, the, do the other email do you want to read it i don't have it <laughs> yeah i'll read it right now okay this one is from nick nick says hi guys Nick from the UK and BatmanUniverse.net here. Very glad you're back. You guys always manage to make me smile. Please just keep up the content. It doesn't even have to be Batman. <laughs> uh, he said, I was wondering, who is your favorite villain in the show? Mine is probably King Tut, Riddler, or Falseface. I wish Batman did a bit more dancing in the show. He loves to rock that cape. Cheers, Nick. So thank you, Nick, for the email. Another UK listener. We're big there. And Nick also, he's a part of the BatmanUniverse.net podcast, if you guys want to check that out. It's it's more of a broad kind of Batman podcast. They do comics and um, the movies, too. So, And Nick, by the way, also has a new podcast, which is pretty good, called Film Jive. So you should check that out, too. They're on iTunes. Just Google, or not Google, just iTunes <laughs> search Film Jive, and you'll find it. So... Yeah, thanks for the email, Nick. That's very nice. He wants us to keep... He's, he's Please keep up the content. <laughs> That's what he's... He doesn't care what it is. <laughs> um, so who, take anything. Who is your favorite villain, Andy? Oh, uh, well, my, my favorite villain in general, not just on the series, is the Joker, but he's not really my favorite on the series 
if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know who my favorite one on. The, I like Louis the Lilac. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> I yeah, pretty, I, I thought it was pretty cool. Not a lot of people would say that. I would have to say Egghead. I think he's hilarious. Uh, oh, I forgot about Egghead. Yes, Egghead. He's, he's very unique to the show. I think he's funny. He's a funny. He's, he's a, Egghead for me. It's interesting. Nick said King Tut, and that that's a good answer too. Not a lot of people it like King good. Tut. I know that Jim Beard hates. He he's not a King Tut fan. He hates King Tut. <laughs> I watched a King Tut episode on the Hub the other day. It was really good. Oh yeah, King Tut. Yeah, I think yeah. I would say I would say Egghead is my favorite though. To answer yeah, I point. forgot about that. Egghead. God, he's good. He is good. And we he's should Vincent Price and he's Vincent Price. Yeah, we we should just start doing all. Just let's do all the Egghead episodes first. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Nick, for the email. And Nick again is part of the Batman Universe podcast. I think their website is BatmanUniverse.net, but you could you could Google that. Google Batman Universe and check out their website. Check out their podcast. So, don't we live in a Batman universe anyway? We do. Yeah, that's what it means. It's just the regular universe. It's just... <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Thanks for the email. You guys could send us emails if you want. We like to get emails. Our email address is Steve and Andy at gmail.com. Email us any if you want some legal advice or uh, relationship advice. We can give that. We'll give any kind of advice. Cooking <laughs> advice? Whatever. So, yeah, sh um, I guess we should talk about what our plans are. So now that we've done this first story arc, we're going to kind of intermix different stuff. And we, we sh we're going to try to do, of course, the main focus will still be on Batman. The, the 1960s Batman TV show. But right. we're going to do, because um, some people, I think, kind of wanted us to talk about the the movies, and, or the, the new movie specifically, and what we thought about it, some rumors. So we're going to do a little episode of that every once in a while, you know. Um, also, we're going to do more of World's Finest comics. Yes. Uh, that will be our next episode, so look for that sometime next week. And then after that, we'll do another uh, 1960s Batman TV show episode. We're going to try to get these out pretty regularly, and... Uh, if you know, we'll inter intermix other stuff. Also, the world's finest, though. <laughs> I know those are really good. The, also, um, stay tuned because we have a contest planned, and we're gonna start the contest once we have a certain number of subscribers. So you need to tell your friends to subscribe. Go to iTunes, search Stephen Andy, and then we're gonna. It's gonna be quite a contest, and the prize yes. is quite a prize oh man it's you I, we can't reveal anything yet legally no because, <laughs> so yeah just, lawyers would get involved yeah we can't do that yet so it'd be messy we're it's gonna be soon because we're getting up to the number of subscribers we want but we you tell you have to tell your friends you have to spread the word i know we're big in the uk but in america it's just we're not know, yet we're not we we, we want to take over america all of europe all right, so yeah, stay tuned for the contest. That's what we're, we're calling it right now is the contest. Like Jerry Seinfeld. That's what the contest that, is. That's not, it might be, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> On the honor system. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that's what's, that's what's happening. We want to keep you updated. Send us email, stephenandy at gmail.com. Um, Look for later this week. We're going to do a rumor roundup show on the third movie, The Dark Knight Rises. So look for that later this week. And then after that, we will have another 
issue of World's Finest to review. And then after that, we're back on the um, Batman 1966, the next episode, the Penguin episode, I believe. So stay tuned. All right, Andy, anything left to report? Any final words? No, I don't think so. I think that was about it. I mean, uh, we'll visit our blog. Yeah, stevenandy.blogspot.com. I'm going to put up some of the better screen caps from this episode and the previous episode. So we, we have content on there. No one really goes, but it's a, I think it's a nice little blog. I don't know. It is. I check it out. Um, yeah, I think you and I are the only people who really go to it. But um, Yeah, so leave us a review on iTunes and tell oh, your yes. friends we need more subscribers to do the contest so tell your friends and thanks everybody for listening too and thanks again to lewis you think that was louis the lilac who sent that email it might have been. Lewis from uk <laughs> thanks again to lewis and nick are two... over there to lend <laughs> thanks again to uh lewis and nick yeah we really we, we, we do appreciate emails and we appreciate people who have nice things to say it's, it's, yes. we, we like it and if you have a not nice thing to say you can say it too we don't we don't mind yeah it'll be interesting I don't think we've ever received, like, a bad review or a bad email, have we? No, no. But, um... It'd be different. Anyway, Andy, thanks for another great episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And, Andy, I will talk yes. to you later. All right. Talk to you later. See you. See you.